Yes. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Robcast. This is episode 335. It's a new year. It's a new day. It's a new episode, and this one is called Skunk on the Beach. <laughs> oh, this one. This episode, literally, I'm just going to tell you a story. That's all I'm going to do. It's a story that happened to Kristen and me in the summer of 2021. And uh, I think it was, what, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, we were at a party and somehow it came up and Kristen and I were telling people about what happened to us. And right away, somebody said, skunk on a beach, skunk on the beach. And I was like, oh, because Kristen and I have been using this phrase with each other since this thing happened to us. And uh, I was so struck with, oh, yeah, this, uh, yeah, that's like a, it's weirdly, <laughs> it's weirdly been helpful for us, but I noticed how quickly uh, the people we were with picked up on it. I was like, oh, yeah, okay, that's it. I got to tell my Robcast friends this story. Um, so that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to tell you a story. I'm going to give you this skunk on the beach. And, uh, yeah, we'll see what it does. Yeah, we'll see what it does to you. <laughs> uh, but I got to tell you, I am not recording this episode in the back house. I'm recording this episode in my new temporary headquarters because we moved. We moved from Los Angeles to Ojai. And those of you right now who are trying to Google it, that's O-J-A-I. So there was this moment at, uh, must have been mid-November, when we packed up the house and packed up the back house, and the movers came, and there was this moment when I closed the door to the empty back house for the last time. Some, you know what I'm talking about, that feeling like there was a lot of life in that house all those years with our family and then the chapter came to an end and it's time to go start the new one but i mean what was it like 310 320 episodes were in that space and uh it was so great so satisfying and meaningful and, and then it was time to go so uh, and obviously the spirit of the back house lives on. So right now, I'm in the garage of our new place. Uh, to my left is the washer and dryer. To my right is a foamy, a foam surfboard. Um, when Violet moved into her new room, she's like, could you take the doors off this closet? I don't, I don't want doors on my closet. So when I was carrying them through the house. I was like, wait, these doors are really solid and really heavy. And uh, so I put them outside because I didn't know what to do with them. But I had given away my desk when we moved because it was just like time. It was just all those, all the books, all the work, all those episodes. But it was like time, new start. So after whatever, 23 years, um, I gave away that desk and even the chair that I sat in all those years. And so I was like, oh, my, my new desk, my new desk will find me. Um, but what I kept noticing is desk didn't sound right. Desks. I was like, oh, my new desks are going to find me. I'll find them. I'll stumble onto them. Um, 
And I somehow kept picturing wheels. I pictured that my new desks would be on wheels and the different desks would be for different things that I'm making. Um, and all of a sudden I was like, wait, this door? So <laughs> I think this, these doors might work. And then Violet had uh, taken her desk and wanted to put it on top of these two drawers. And um, so she asked me to take the legs off this table, this desktop, and it was those Ikea $20 metal legs that have wheels on them. So I bolted the, the, the legs to this old door, uh, to one of the doors, and that's what I'm sitting at, and I kind of like it. And then I used uh, some sample paint I'd gotten for the exterior of our house and painted it up. So this is like all new. This is like different. You know that feeling when you're like finding your sea legs? Like it's exciting and thrilling and new, and it's also new. So it's like, what? <laughs> so I'm talking to you in a garage, <laughs> in this house. Human beings have houses. People move around. What? <laughs> so uh, speaking of Ojai, uh, I did two different two days in Ojai in November, and then the next two days is in two weeks. And then... Um, dates are up for that one at the end of January this month, and then February and March and April. So I would love uh, to see you here in Ojai. It's this valley. It's the mountain. It's so beautiful. It like it like puts you in a state. You know what I mean? And uh, so we sit outside at the Ojai Art Center under these oak trees, and uh, people talk. People tell me one by one, like, what your question is about what you're doing, saying, creating, making, innovating. Um, you know what it is? It took, it took me a while to realize. It's the anti-news. Because most people, when they refer to the news, they're referring to a warped, distortion field, tragedy, scandal, gossip, outrage, algorithm, fueling an industrial entertainment machine. <laughs> complex. Um, they're not actually talking about actual news. But I'm telling you, when you sit under these oak trees and you listen to person after person talk about what they're actually doing in the world, it has this effect. And I watch people. It takes a couple, like a couple hours. It starts to like sort of wash over people. Oh, another person is now going to Bring their question, and we're going to hear who they are and where they come from, what they've been through, and what they're doing, and what they're sensing is next. Um, it's like a, it's, it's like gathering to talk about the creation of a new world. These people from different places in the world doing vastly different things, and you get you get together to talk about what you're following, what you're exploring, the the line of inquiry you're pursuing, and what informs it, and you and ultimately endlessly you get to hope, doubt, fear, possibility. You get to all the big ones. And that's uh, instantly takes you into our shared humanity. It, it happens really quickly. So uh, I'm going to be doing this for a while here and would love to see you here. So those dates are all up. And then there's a number of you like East Coast, Europe, who California is a fair bit of a trek. So I was thinking I should post up somewhere on the East Coast um, for those of you, just make it easier. So I'm going to be at 
um, a farm in Pennsylvania in July. Um, I'm going to do the first weekend and then the second weekend of July. I'm going to do two days at the Rodale Institute. And their uh, leaders, like it's a research institute, they've been doing uh, this groundbreaking research on organic regenerative farming since 1947. So these people are way, way, way ahead of the curve. Um, and if Rodale Institute sounds familiar, you've heard me talk about them. Kristen and I are huge admirers and supporters. But um, one of the Robcast episodes, 250-something, I believe it is, was with Jeff Ketch, my beloved friend who's one of the people who runs Rodale. It's called Saving the Soil and Saving Ourselves. And I know a number of you have gotten involved with Rodale since you heard Jeff on the Robcast. So um, we're going to be there. And and after lunch on the first day, um, you'll get a tour of the farm. And oh, good time. So all you East Coast friends, I'm posting up in your neck of the woods uh, this summer. Um, oh, and before that, in June, I'll be in upstate New York for my friend Elizabeth Gilbert and I are doing... Um, a workshop called The Art of New Creation at Omega Institute. So all that info is at my site, and you know, I'd love to see you there. Also, speaking of the spirit of the backhouse being alive, backhouse books, um, my, what is it? Is it a publishing imprint? My, my new publishing imprint? Whatever, whatever it is, we put out two new books at the end of last year. Uh, my book, uh, two of my plays I turned into books, and uh, one of them is called What's a Naka, and one of them is called We'll Get Back to You, and both of those books are, of um, you can get them through my site, and they're soft cover, and oh God, to have put these plays out and to have people reading them and interacting with them, oh God, it's just the best, it's so fun. So, there we go, my friends. There's a couple things that are cooking in this new year. But now, I'm going to tell you a story about a skunk on the beach. So, it's the summer of 2021, and what's that, 15, 16, 17 months into pandemic, lockdown, etc., but things gradually open up for a hot minute there. Remember that feeling when there was like a... A bit of restrictions were lifted, and uh, staying in a hotel became a little safer, all that. And so Kristen found a hotel that allowed dogs near the beach north of Santa Barbara. And it's like, let's go up there for a night. And you know that feeling of just like that cooped up, locked down, locked up, pandemic, etc. Um, so we go up to this hotel, and we take our dog, Zara. And the first night, Kristen and I go for a walk on the beach. And it was just that feeling of like, uh, like wide open space. All those questions like, are we through it? Are we through the worst of it? Apparently we weren't, but it, like, are things going to kind of start to return to something Although whatever it is is next is going to be probably less a return and more like a new world, but are are we are we through this? And oh god, it feels good to get out. And uh, so Kristen and I are walking down the beach, and some people had lit a fire 
way like maybe a half mile down the beach and we're sitting around talking it was like just beautiful um so we walk for a while and then we turn around and we come back and we get to a spot where there's no one around and we're probably 50 yards from where the trail leads up the cliff and back to our hotel and I and and Zara just loves it, like the smells, the sights, this the whole thing. She's just loving this. So I let go of the leash because there's <clears throat> there is no one around, and uh, so I let go of her leash, and she's just running all over the beach, just having the time of her life. And Kristen and I are just gushing like. God, this is so great. This feels, this is so good. It's so beautiful. You know that uh, sunset over the ocean thing where you just can't stop? That's so beautiful. This is so beautiful. This is so great. <laughs> and all of a sudden, Zara takes off like a bullet and there's something up ahead right before the trail goes up the cliff to the beat, to the hotel. There's something halfway between the waterline and then the shrubbery like the low-lying bushes, um, there's probably a 40 yards from the waterline to the bushes of just open sand. And she's taking, she's running full speed at something, and we realize it's a skunk. There's a skunk on the beach. Is this a thing? Did I? Did we miss this? Have you seen this before? What is a skunk doing at dusk, halfway between? <laughs> the bushes, and the water line. What is there for a skunk in wide open sand with some rocks? What, what, is, what is this? And Zara and, and Chris and I are yelling, like, Zara, no, no, don't. That's like a, you don't, like, you don't run at a skunk. Zara runs full speed at the skunk and lunges at it. The skunk lunges back. They back up, and then they lunge at each other. They're swinging they're trying to bite each other. There's literally the sound of gnashing teeth. That it, it is a bar brawl, street fight. <laughs> it is drunken fisticuffs. I mean, these two are just going at it. And they attack each other. And there's growling. And then they back up. And then they go at each other again. Like, neither of them will leave the other alone. It is... And Chris and I are like, no, no. Zara, no, because we both know what's coming, right? You know what's coming, hearing the story. You know what's coming. And then after I don't know how many rounds of clashing into each other, backing up, oh, God, that sound. You know what sound I'm talking about? That the hissing. You know that sound? Have you ever seen a skunk do its thing? That sound when a skunk sprays its spray. When it gets its spray on, that is such a distinct sound. And I know it's coming. We know it's coming. And then inevitably, that skunk sprays our dog point blank. Zara takes it point blank in the face. <laughs> and we're like, oh, gosh, she's going to smell. But at least this thing is our dog's response to this is she lunges, because we all know that a skunk spray comes from its anal glands. What is our dog's response to getting sprayed point blank in the face? She jumps at the skunk and bites its ass. She gets those anal glands 
in her mouth. She has the skunk by its hind end in her mouth, and she's thrashing it around. (sighs) Okay, let's pause for a moment of evolutionary biology. How, as a species, like skunks have a number of predators. How have skunks stayed alive? Oh, they have this repellent mechanism known as its spray, uh, and they spray possible predators, and then predators are like, ooh, that's nasty. And so the reason why we, you and I even know what a skunk is is because skunks are alive. Skunks are alive because they developed over time this ability to repel possible predators by spraying them oftentimes directly in the face. So what is it? Tens of thousands of years of evolutionary adaptation so that skunks can stay alive. The skunk does it to our dog. And our dog's response is, hmm, I think I'll put that part of the skunk in my mouth. (laughs) Oh my God. Also, side note to this story, our dog is terrier, which means pit bull. So, She is in a mode that we don't ever really see her in. Whether she's, we can only assume thinking she's protecting us, but like the dog that we know and love, this is a dog to let you know how gentle and loving, because if you came over to our house, our dog would bark once, she would sniff your ankles, and then she would be your best friend. And literally, if you sat down on our couch, she would then sit down on next to your leg and lean against your leg and put her head, lean her head on your knee. Like she is the most, this is a dog that spent COVID. She sleeps on Violet's bed every night, by the way. She spent COVID on Violet's bed because Violet was in her class, was in school on Zoom, like the worst. Spend sixth grade in your bedroom on classroom Zoom. Our dog laid there on the bed next to Violet at her desk all day, every day, as like an act of solidarity. Like our dog has a sixth grade education, okay? (laughs) Doesn't have a fifth grade or a fourth grade or a third education, but she got a solid sixth grade education. She listened to every one of those lectures. So uh, she was at every class. Her attendance was perfect. So, I mean, this is the most gentle, uh, loving dog, but some switch, some skunk ass switch got flipped. And this dog is just, oh my God. So the skunk sprays our dog point blank in the face. Zara's response is, I think I'll put that part of the skunk in my mouth. And now it's just, it's just, it's so, it's so Kristen and I <laughs> are trying to break, break them up, but you can't get, you're not going to get in the middle of that fight. You can't like break them up. I'm not going to grab her leash and put myself four feet from these two. So Kristen and I <laughs> start grabbing rocks because no one's around. We grab rocks and we're throwing rocks. I don't. I'm. I think I'm throwing rocks at the skunk. I'm also throwing rocks at our dog. I'm missing both of them. It's. It's. <laughs> it's just what yelling. But just what do you yell? No. How many times can you yell? No, that's a skunk. No, it might spray you. No, get away. Just at one point, I look over, and Kristen is just... (laughs) I'm sweating by now. I'm throwing rocks. But I look over, and Kristen has got this look on her face. She is throwing rocks 
She keeps reaching down in the sand, chucking rocks. She's just yelling, fuck, fuck, and throwing rocks. We're angry. We're annoyed. We're shocked. Um, maybe it's just betrayal. Like, what, Zara, you're, who are you? Like, we thought, we, we took you in. She's a rescue dog. We got her at Barking Bitches on Fairfax. We took you in. We fed you. We got you a new collar. We love you. What have you done? Where have you gone? What have you done to us? <laughs> and this goes on and on and on. Kristen and I shouting at the dog and the skunk, chucking rocks. Nothing's working. I climb up. I go around and climb up on this little section of the bluff that's up above the two, and I'm chucking rocks down on them. Nothing. Nothing is working. Eventually, Kristen thinks that Zara like critically wounded the skunk and killed it. Like it kind of hobbled off. Um she thinks that it got so critically wounded that it just hobbled off and crawled under something. It was hard to tell what was going on because there was sand flying everywhere. The sun is setting. But eventually like I don't I don't know what happened. It was very strange at the end. I think it somehow got far enough away and then got under a rock or it got under a log or something. And then Zara like sort of stands there and walks over to us like, hey, hey guys, what you guys been doing? Yeah, beautiful night on the beach, huh? Um, and I'm telling you, what you can only imagine, the smell is just like so strong. And, and you could tell she was like, uh, was that not cool? <laughs> she has this look like was that out of uh was that a line I'm, that uh, <laughs> and the leash because i have to grab the leash but the leash is just like that leather is just soaked in skunk spray oh <laughs> so we walk her up and Kristen waits with the dog in the back part of the parking lot of the hotel well, like, I'll tell you what, let's go in and see if they have, they must have like a high pressure hose or something. So I go into this hotel and I go up to the front desk and it's a nice hotel. Like, you know, where they keep the floors really shiny and stuff and the people wear really nice outfits, one of those things. And so I go up to the front desk and I say, hey, my skunk just got my, wait, my dog just got in, an, my skunk, my dog just got in this epic battle. I mean, it was, it was something fight with a skunk on your beach. I assume, because you have dogs here, I assume that this happened before. So do you guys have like a, like out, do you have an industrial grade hose or a pressure watcher or like a, like a bath cistern, something that, or a cleaning solvent? Do you guys have any help or any suggestions for what we could do? Because the dog really, she got sprayed. Um, and so two of, there were three people behind the counter. Two of them are like, we're going to check with housekeeping. And they just, immediately disappear like we do what is this so they just disappear and, it, and it's just me and this woman standing there and uh i have like a oh man i think maybe i got some on me so i'm standing there and i say to her <laughs> why am i telling you this i can't seriously why am i telling you this i say to her <laughs> uh can i ask you a question and she says yeah uh, you know that hotel employee face where, like, if you say, can I ask you a question or uh, could you help me? They always, yeah, yes, hi. You know, they, uh, she says, yes. And I said, uh, 
can you smell me? <laughs> Grown man, summer of 2021, in a hotel lobby, says to the person behind the counter, can you smell me? She pauses, and then she does that customer service head tilt. You know what I'm talking about? That smile head tilt. And she says, yes. <laughs> so the people come back from the back, wherever they were, and they're like, no, we don't, we don't have any uh, large industrial bath. We don't have, any, we don't have anything. We, we can't help you in any way. I said, okay. I said, so here's how it's going to go down. We're going to go on the interwebs. We're going to figure out what the best solution, like what the best chemicals, et cetera, whatever are. I said, then I'm going to leave the dog with my, my partner who's out in the parking lot. I'm going to drive to a local store and get those, and then we're going to make the solution in the bathtub in our hotel room, and we're going to bring our dog in and clean her up. And all three of them are like, okay. It's like, okay, just want you to know that's what's going to go down in whatever is room 312 or is. That's what's going to go down in the next hour in room 312. So I'm going to take that dog in that bathtub. We're going to clean that dog up. Um, <laughs> and they're all like, okay. Like, <laughs> like, this is totally normal. None of them are like, this is, what the, f-? None, none of them, none of them. Oh my God. So Kristen uh, discovers that, I know what you're thinking, tomato juice. No, that is so 2007. No, it's not tomato juice. The new thing is, ah, it's like some like vinegar, hydrogen peroxide. There's some three potion mix that with water that's the thing. So I go to the store, get the necessary compounds, ingredients, and bring them back. Then I wait in the parking lot with the dog. Kristen goes into the hotel room and fills the bathtub and gets it going. Then she calls me and she's like, I'm ready. And so Violet holds the, the door and because you could get to the hotel room from the outside, and I, I bring Zara right in, right into the bathtub, and we scrub that dog for hours, just hours. <laughs> oh my God! I swear to you, three months later, Kristen and I are watching TV. The dog is laying on the couch between us. The dog like shifts. You know, her position, you know how dogs do, like they're sleeping one way, then they sleep, and then they like turn their body another way. And one of us is just like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> three months later, still smelled. I swear to you, it took the rest of the year. Yeah, it's fall, Thanksgiving, Halloween, we're watching TV. Oh, can you still smell it? Yes, I swear. Just took forever to get that smell out. Oh. <laughs> There's a skunk on the beach. Why is the skunk on the beach? It was going to be like a perfect walk at sunset on the beach. Perfect stay, just get away for the night. The whole setup and then that. What? And, and why the switch flip? Of all the things to defend us, protect us from, why that? Uh, nothing like that has happened since then. That that's, that's the most gentle, kind, loving dog, but for one brief incident, it was like, who are, who, I, I feel like I don't even know you anymore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, something existential about that, about the wobbly uncertainty of life. You like... 
<laughs> it was all going so fine, so great. We did all the right stuff. And then this happened. Uh, yeah. You prepared, you followed the rules, you discerned, you used those words. You, yeah, you used, you did all, yeah, 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 no, I followed through. I did my diligence. I, and then it still like went south on you, it still went belly up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we know at a quantum level, Heisenberg's uncertainty. We don't know what path the particle's going to take. Yeah, the whole thing has a, an uncertainty and a, a strange absurdity baked into itself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So here you go. Yeah. If sometimes you're like, wait, no. No, no, no. I, no, I followed the instructions. This wasn't supposed to happen. No, 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 no. No, I was paying attention. I was intentional about this. The, the, no, the, yeah, A plus B equals C, and then it doesn't. And then it doesn't. Yeah, there's something random and cruel about that. You were true and faithful and good and filled with integrity, and they still, this is what hap whatever happened. You're like, yeah. Yeah, there's a skunk on the beach. <laughs> yeah, good luck explaining that. Yeah. <laughs> So Kristen and I say that to each other when things go off the rails or when things make no sense or when things are so weird or painful or yeah, cruel or you feel like you're getting your heart broken all over again. Ah, skunk on the beach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I got for you. Start the year there. Start the year with the skunk on the beach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I got for you. <laughs> Peace and love, my friends.